I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Uncover Your Magic. You all know how I love to uncover someone's magic and share their stories and lessons with you as I do here on this show. This podcast has really taught me even more how much I love learning and growing and going down the rabbit hole of these beautiful souls who come on this show. Today's guest is another one of those rabbit holes who's was very addicting. (laughs) First, it was an alert on my phone that showed a podcast I subscribed to that said something about vibration, and I listened to it. And instantly, I said, I need Dr. Vibe to share his magic on this show. His story is incredible and will teach us all to listen to our intuition, ask the universe or God for what you want, and be as specific as possible, and most importantly, take action. Taking action on those urges or nudges is key to uncovering your passion and purpose here on this earth. You know my story. It's all about listening and taking action. Don't question it. Just do it. That's where the magic comes in every single time. I love to teach my clients about vibration and how to raise it by using the power of gratitude. I teach them a morning routine and then being aware of what you're thinking and saying and making sure they're empowering thoughts and words. Our vibration can affect the planet. And you know, my mission is to open the eyes and ears to whoever has found this podcast to understand this moment in time is a gift. We have been given this gift And the way we choose to use it is up to us. Why not choose to use it to better the planet and all the lives you touch on a daily basis? I just finished a week of gratitude with my clients and the energy can't help but increase when you focus on what you are grateful for. Try it for a week. Write down five different things each day that you are grateful for and explain why. And the feeling you have When you think of it or when you write it down, be so descriptive when you write down the feelings and emotions you feel when you think of that thing that brings you gratitude. That alone will raise your vibration to a place I believe we all should aim to live in each moment of each day. Once you create a gratitude muscle, the shift in your life will be so evident in not only your life, but in the lives of those around you. It's powerful. 
If you want to learn my six-step magical formula for your for you or your teenager, connect with me through my website at ashleygonner.com or just email me at ashleygonner at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you about the courses I teach and how I run them. They are both eight weeks, and I promise it will change your life, your teenager's life, your family's life. It's amazing. So let's get this magnetic high vibe man on the show. Here is a little bio on Dr. Stephen Schwartz, aka Dr. Vibe, before I introduce him to you. Dr. Stephen Schwartz is a visionary technology designer, sound alchemist, and regenerative medicine expert. Dr. Schwartz has been specializing in the advanced treatment of chronic illness, allergies, autoimmune diseases, and emotional imbalances since 2000, using exclusively energy and vibrational healing techniques and technologies. Dr. Schwartz is the founder and president of Bioharmonic Technologies, which is a vibrational sound therapy technology and therapeutic music company created to raise the vibration of the planet and harmonize humanity using sound, light frequency, and vibration. Dr. Schwartz is also the author of Primal Resonance, Discover the Secrets to Health, Vitality, and Optimal Human Performance. This book discusses the top 10 list on how to reverse aging and degeneration using sound light, and frequency as well as explores the new epidemic in America, chronic systemic inflammation. So without further ado, please welcome Dr. Vibe to the show. Welcome, Stephen Schwartz. (laughs) Hello. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. And, you know, we've been trying to connect for the last couple of weeks. And here we are. I know. Well, it's hard to keep up with you. I can't keep track of where you are. You live in Tulum now. You used to live near me in San Diego and up in Venice Beach and Colorado. But anyway, it's amazing to connect. And, you know, I told you that it was some kind of an alert on my phone that said vibrational. It it caught my eye one day. I -hmm. click on it. It was the spiritual boss babe episode. And I'm like, oh, I got to listen to that. So I'm listening. I go, oh my gosh, you just spoke to me. (laughs) I'm like, I got to get him on the show and share your magic with everybody. I love going down rabbit holes. Mm. And yours was like, I couldn't stop. So you spoke to me. Go down for sure. You do, but you know, you have so much, you know, I was trying to think like, I really want everyone to understand your story Mm because I'm all about intuition and, you know, picking the breadcrumbs up and taking action and asking the universe and watching it deliver. And you have so many amazing stories that prove the, that is, you know, that's how it works. And then I want to go into all that you're doing today and, you know, it'll all unfold perfectly, but thank you for being here and sharing this, a beautiful life story that you've had created intentionally. Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) that. Um, I think one of the the biggest things that I've been reflecting on being down in Tulum, and I do live in Tulum. I've been there for about a year and a half. And prior to that, I was living in Venice Beach, California, which I was very happy 
like literally COVID happened and I was living right on the beach and I was just like, my intuition was like, get out of here, you know? Actually, I think that's an interesting place to get started uh, okay. because I have an interesting, when you talk about my family history, there is, uh, I've actually, I don't think I've ever told the story on a podcast and I love doing podcasts, by the way, I love being invited onto other people's podcasts. And mm-hmm. I always think I have the same stories, but they're all diff- there's all different angles and different rabbit holes to go down. But this, I've never shared this on a podcast before. I remember my grandmother who has passed, she's transitioned to another dimension many, many years ago. But I remember my mother did an interview with my grandmother and she told a story about when she was a little girl growing up in Warsaw, Poland during like World War II, before World War II, my, I guess it was my great uncle had this intuition. He was like, we got to get, we got to get out of here. Hmm. Like something bad's going to happen. And everybody was like, oh, you're overreacting. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. And I believe it was like my great uncle, my, I guess my great grandfather and my, my grandmother, who was a little girl at the time. And I guess my grandmother, they got out of there. They left Warsaw, Poland. And if I remember the story correctly, it was something crazy. Like they were, there was two boats and they were coming to the United States and last minute they shifted boats. They, they changed boats. One had all the records and one had people and, and they were crossing the Atlantic and the other boat got torpedoed. Oh my gosh. And like went down and then they landed in New York and, you know, the whole story, immigrants from Poland growing up in the tenements. And then she grew up, you know, Victor, my grandfather and the rest of the history, but it was all about this. I always remember that story about like my grand. I think about like my great uncle's intuition mm-hmm. and, you know, really all this, they always say this hiding in place sign or all the signs are always there. I was just talking to actually I had a lunch with my lawyer this like a couple of days ago. I'm, I'm doing the Southern California tour and right. I was meeting with my lawyer and, you know, he, we were talking about the real estate crash of, between 27, uh, 2007, 2009. Right. And he was telling me, he goes, you know, this is what he said. He goes, all the signs were there. Hmm. But nobody was choosing to see them until it happened. And boom. So all the signs are always there. People just choose not to see them. And the ones that are paying attention are the ones that can make millions of dollars. They're the ones that are going to be safe. They're the ones that are going to make alternate decisions. The people that just want to you know, keep their blinders on and kind of live in whatever space they do, then they become like, oh my God, I never saw this coming because you weren't paying attention. Right. But why do you think that these people are out there? Like, what's the, the trick? What's the key? Wait, what, what people are out there? Which people? The people paying that attention? That don't listen, that don't follow it, that just keep the blinders on. What are the difference between the people that are like open and, you know, what is their, what's yeah. in their vibration? <laughs> well, Everybody is innately programmed to tap into to their intuition. And in fact, and I just, we're recording this in an Airbnb. Uh, just as we started, I was like, oh man, I left a copy of my book in my bag. So I don't have a copy of my book or no, I'm going to be showing it right now. Yes. My book is called Primal Resonance. <clears throat> Discover the secrets to health, vitality, and optimal human performance. And in that book, my favorite chapter, and it's the last chapter, and it's following your intuition. And um, really, it talks about being able to tap into this. We talk about the FM radio versus the AM radio. Mm-hmm. And FM radio is, is all the noise. It's the big knobs. It's, 
you know, moving from here to here and you hear it, it's super clear. It's super loud. It's usually what most people are paying attention to, but then you have the AM radio, which is a lot more subtle, right? It kind of moves in and out much more simpler. And, but really that's, that's your intuition is Mm -hmm. the AM radio. Hmm. And if you can really get dialed in on that, it's never going to fail you. And so when you think about like the people like, okay, I'm walking down here. I'm in downtown LA. Like I'm in like basically as centered to LA as you can get. Like there's all the theaters around here. There's like, you know, cannabis places, there's parking garages. I was just, (laughs) I I, I parked, I parked and they gave me the wrong, they gave me the wrong address. So I had like an eight minute walk, maybe like two blocks around the corner. And there was a lot that I witnessed in these two blocks. I remember walking by this, um, this barbershop and it was playing all this hip hop and it was packed. They had like, everybody's in there hanging out, you know, getting their hair done up. What is it? Friday night. Everybody's getting ready to go out. <laughs> all the glitz and glamour with all the, the marquee signs for whatever events going on. People were going to the dispensary. They're, they're running a special, I think two for $25 joints or something. Oh, you know, there, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of energy going on, you know? Right. And everybody's doing something, but are they really paying attention to like what's going on mm-hmm. beyond like what's in their immediate field? And, and I think what's happening in this new earth is we are all being, whether we like it or not, we're all being raised. The, and the planetary energy is being raised. And just as things go higher, just by pressure, more dense things fall down. Right. And we can't avoid it. So even the biggest psychics in the world, even the most gifted healers in the world, all the people that, you know, that are doing all these super awesome things, we are all being asked this time to ascend. And I was, as I was driving over here, one of, I stayed with one of my dear friends in San Pedro the, uh, the last two nights and her daughter is doing, is, she's like a, she's a YouTube star. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's, she's amazing. And so she's like, Hey, I want to help you do something with your YouTube channel. If you guys want to check out my YouTube channel, bioharmonic technologies in YouTube and uh, yeah, subscribe. But anyway, I was talking with her about, about my YouTube and this and that. I said, you know, we're all going through the same thing. And she's like, really? How so? And I just said to myself, we're all being asked to ascend. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was like the most common denominator. Right. Like the planet is all asking us, we're all being, the situation is being for us to, to rise up. And so here's the people, I don't know anybody about who's getting the haircuts or who's buying weed. I don't know anything about any of these people, but, but I can promise you that if you spoke, if I had a conversation with them, they're all going through stuff right now. Right. Even if their life is fantastic or not, you know, people are going through, what are they doing for their work? What are they doing with their families? What are they doing with their relationships? All these things of what's their financial situations or things collapsing. I mean, I've been dealing with this like PayPal thing for like the last week or so, you know, we, before I left Tulum, there's a lot of people that are living off of crypto. There was like two major crypto. And we all know about the market crashing, but there was a couple other like smaller projects that a lot of people were like living on down there, both completely like rug pulled, collapsed, Wow. you know, and, and people, so there was all these kind of things that are, people are experiencing in their lives that are being brought up to be looked at. 
But why? Like when you say new earth. Yeah. Okay. Talk about that. What is the new earth? Why are we all rising up? I mean, have you heard of the, about the new earth? You yes, know, is that but a, I want I want to hear your take. We've I've talked about that a lot on this podcast. Okay. And I know like we're all transcending, we're moving to the next dimension and, you know, we're all, you know, this 2020 thing just kind of started the shift and, you know, we all feel it. I mean, in my life, it's, yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, but I live this life where it's like, I always am out looking for the magic always. Like I would find out, find it. It's a, a family thing. Like we're always looking for magic moments, but I've, it's become a muscle and, you know, we just do that automatically. But when I see like the people on the street and you're like, you're telling me, yeah, we're all going that in our own way, but tell me your thing on the new earth. Yeah. The new earth. Well, so I talk about this actually in my book as well in the intuition chapters, how do you train? How do you do an exercise for improving your relationship with your intuition? And, and, and what, and how many times before I get into the new earth, how many times you think something and you do something else and then you do and you're like, I knew it. I knew I was supposed to do. And it's stupid because everybody here listening is like, oh yeah, we all do that. Exactly. You're in violation with your intuition instead of what if you actually like listen to it. And one of the things that happened in the new earth for me, that one of my new doctrines that shouldn't be a new doctrine, but it is, but it's something that I've been committed to is my intuition is super strong like it's the number one thing really in my entire life that I my whole life depends on me being able to trust and follow my intuition it's, it's my journey has been me yes, not doing that totally. to doing that so as I've been going through this um I've been saying uh you know how do we how, you know how do you follow how do you trust your your intuition you have to just continue to follow it and then as you more and more follow it the more you, you, you create, like you said, a muscle, it mm-hmm. becomes like a muscle that you get to, it's trained to where like, that's my intuition is. So one of the things that comes with me is I might get an intuition of a no, like not to do something or an intuition to go here, not there. And usually somebody is asking me, it usually has to do with somebody. And then they'll say to me, why? And in the past, I would not know why. And then, it, and then it, they kind of pushed me like, oh, well, why, why, why? And then I didn't have an answer. And I was like, well, I don't want to make them feel bad. So I'd say, like, okay, you know, you're right. And then collapsed. <laughs> something shitty happened. And I'm like, see, like I knew it. So my new answer when people say why is because my intuition tells me so. Oh. That, that's why. Right. And, that. and that's good enough. Right. Totally good enough. Yeah. It's better than good enough. So, okay, I might not be able to give you like the ABC, you know, know, I don't know why, but my intuition knows why. And I'm getting a no and I'm going with that no and I'm holding that no. Right. And so whoever this person is is having a challenge with it, that's on them. Right. And then they might say, oh, Dr. Schwartz, you're, you're, you're eccentric or, you know, you're hard to work with. Well, no, I'm just, (laughs) I'm actually super this is the way we want to do it. This is how I've, I've set up doctrines for my life. And, and what I really want to teach people is how they need to have doctrines in their lives. So getting back to your question is what's my take on the new earth? Yeah. What is that? Um, have you heard of Elizabeth April? No. She's a mega YouTube. So this is the theme of our, of our podcast about YouTube. 
She's a <laughs> mega YouTube star. And I never even heard of her before, but literally within the first, I think, week when the world was shutting down, March 2020, and everybody was freaking out, she released, somebody shared a, 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 a transmission. She's a, she channels, she's a channeler. Okay. Uh, and she did a, a transmission. I think it probably is the most famous transmission that she's ever done. Um, I think it's really the one I believe that really put her on the map. And she literally described what was basically she, she channels the galactic federation. Have you heard of the galactic oh, federation? Oh, no, I knew Never one. Heard of it. So the galactic federation, we're going full woo woo. Okay. Good, we're going I love full it. Woo-woo, super rabbit hole. Okay. This is the, this may be in one of the most ultimate rabbit holes, the galactic federation Okay, so this is where your viewers are either going to be turning off the podcast no, they won't. or they are going to be like, tell us more what's happening. It's tell us more. But the Galactic Federation essentially is we are not alone in this universe. And there is a federation in the galaxy of overseeing planets that are watching planet Earth and, and knowing, like watching what's happening and is like trying to support us to do whatever is going on. And they're really not allowed to interact or maybe they do interact rabbit hole galactic federation okay she channels the galactic federation so she'll go in and she'll start asking questions and they'll say all these things so anyhow she this was a transmission from the galactic federation and saying that basically and what she said during that transmission my i had already thought Hmm. and felt and but I've never heard anybody just so like say it, and I was just like, right. "That's exactly what's happening." That's ah. exactly what's happening. And so we actually hosted as a little side note, who I ended up. I spent the whatever that was, the three months lockdown, like when everything was completely shut down. Right. First lockdown in March, I moved from Venice Beach into my friend's family home in Marietta, California, total oh, okay. suburbs. Like I lived with him. His 12-year-old, 13-year-old son, his brother, and his mother and his father in their family home. Oh, wow. Super crazy. Yeah. And we (laughs) knew that it was the new earth. And we're like, what are we going to do to, what's our new earth projects that we're going to do during lockdown since we're not going anywhere? Right. And um, I actually built uh, my app. I took my my company, Bioharmonic Technologies, online. And then he launched something called HarmonizingHumanity.org and launched a harmonizing humanity live broadcast that we end up doing. And we're like, who do we want to get? And I said, I would love to get Elizabeth April. And we actually ended up having, I didn't know her. I just saw her on YouTube. Right. And as a synchronicity, I ended up at one of my friends place who I was reconnected with, who I was at her place. And she said something that she just came from a retreat with Elizabeth April. Oh my gosh. I knew her. I said, could you connect me? And she said, yeah, go on you. I spoke with her. We had a conversation and she uh, joined on to harmonizing humanity. Oh, uh, cool. But tell, you didn't tell me like, so what I, didn't is, tell you. I got completely rabbit hole. Yeah. You need to get out of that rabbit hole. I want to know what she said that you resonated with so much. Okay. I thought that was an important say. It is. It was, but I'm really yeah. dying to know. Because this. I think what it comes down to is about um, synchronicities when we're living synchronicities. So, I would like to, everybody's focus is on 2020. I do a lot of work around numerology. I, I really believe in, in things that exist in Me cycle too. one to nine 
and, you know, one, like they cycle through. Okay. So as we go through these things, so other aspects that are prophesized, like the end of the Mayan calendar, right? December 21st, 2012. Right. So really what that was, that was the end of a 52,000 year cycle. And what that, and they said that was the end of, end of the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. It did end. And it was basically a 52,000 year hourglass that ended and got turned over and began pouring sands of gla- little grains of, of sand through the hourglass. And see, everybody's like, see that woo stuff? Nothing happened. The world didn't end. It did end. But what happened energetically ended. And, but then you began to shift. Energy doesn't just, it doesn't just happen like that. It all exists in waves. So all of a sudden you go from end switch. Then you need to build up to this point of critical mass. Hmm. And, and so how long does it take in a 52,000 year cycle for that critical mass to, to start making something that's going to show up in the physical dimensions? And this is another uh, Schwartzism. This is one of my mm-hmm. most original is that we are physical manifestations of our own energetic expressions. I'm going to say that one more time. Yeah, please do. We are physical manifestations. We're physical bodies, manifestations of our own energetic expressions, the way our energy expresses ourselves. So we are the physical expression of our energy. Okay. So we're energy first, physical second. That's the key. So when boom, we switch this over, boom, 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 energetically, energy supersedes physicality. So you're going to see a shift energetically happen before you see a shift physically. Got it. So now comes 20, and this ties into, into another famous chapter, chapter 11 book of eliminating infectious agents. My whole- I read that in your website. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, my whole career is based off of eliminating infectious agents, bacteria, viruses, parasites, mold, fungus, yeast, mycoplasma infections using vibrational resonance. And so treating these things, but what I saw with the body, and this is relevant to what we're talking about. So this is not a a little mini rabbit hole, but basically (laughs) this is relevant because remember the planet is an organism, right? I'm an organism. You're an organ. We are all individual. We're all microcosms of the earth and the earth is a microorganism of a galaxy. And it all it's, it's macro and micro of everything. And it all exists in the same proportions to one another, which is really fascinating. And pathology exists in exactly the same way. Pathology exists in exactly the same way. Meaning if you're going to get what a fancy term is dysbiosis, that's an imbalance in gut flora. Mm -hmm. And and that happens when people are toxic, when they have chronic infection, when they they, um, have heavy mental toxicity, when they have allergies, when they have physical and emotional trauma, these things shift the ecology of your immune system and of your internal gut. And if you take pharmaceuticals or take drugs, recreational drugs, or, you know, drink a lot of alcohol, coffee, soft drinks, all the things, it, it depletes your, your gut flora and it creates what they call a dysbiosis, an imbalance in gut flora. And that's what perpetuates inflammation. And this is what creates um, uh, candida, Growth, uh, growth over. So why am I telling you all this? 
Because what happened in 2020? The planet got infected Mm. with COVID. (laughs) And what's COVID? An infection. It's a virus. And I talk about this in in my book. And what's a virus? And just to kind of, this is also very relevant. Do you know that you know how big a virus is? No. Okay. So in big, in what way? Like a a size. You know how size. Oh. You know what what is what a what a measurement of a virus is. No. So obviously, there's a range, but in general, range is point zero zero. Two five to point zero zero two eight micrometers. What the heck is so, a micrometer? Yeah, it's tiny. It's in. It's basically so. Picture like a millimeter, right? It's like a tenth. It could even be a hundredth. I'm my math could be sorry, of of a millimeter. Wow. So it's point zero zero micrometers. Okay, it's tiny. So these things are living inside of a cell. And there's a hundred trillion cells inside of our body. Okay. Right. hundred trillion cells. So picture going into 100 trillionth of this and then having something 0.00 micrometers inside. When you look at the physics of a cell, there's two kinds of physics. There's something called Newtonian physics, which is like mass acceleration, gravity, you know, the apple falls on your head, Sir Isaac Newton, you know, like right. it, it explains the, the physics of, the physical world. Right. And then they have quantum physics. Quantum physics explains potentiality and, and waves and particles and, and but I say potent and potentialities and, and dimensions, infinite mm-hmm. dimensions. So going back to the cell, the hundred trillion cells, and you're in one of these hundred trillionth of a cell, which makes up our bodies. And now we're in this point zero zero two five micrometers That's not a physical thing. It's an energetic disturbance. It's an energetic vibration. And it's negative. And so what calls that in? Why would there be a life cycle change? Because there's a dysbiosis. There's an imbalance in the ecology of the planet. Hmm. And this goes back to the new earth. We kind of... this. Pulls all back together. When your body, when we go from an area of low concentration to high concentration, meaning we go from low vibration to high and the planet, the energy of the whole planet is raising up and then it suppresses down. This goes back to Elizabeth April. She said that basically there was a point of critical mass where Okay, two worlds are simultaneously existing, and then there's like a separation, which was COVID 2020. Separation. Now we have two simultaneous worlds occurring at in at the same time. Huh. And we have this lower dimension that's going to continue to spin down into a deeper, denser. 3D, slow, quicksand, yes. war, politics, it. collapse, yes. da, 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 these things. And then as that concentrates down, the denser energies are going to stay like down more. And it's going to get pulled down. So 
the market, it's all going to be, but then it's also as a sift is also going to be spinning higher. So people are now free to like, let me out of, let me out of here. I want to go up or now the gravitational pull as you hit a point of critical mass, it starts pulling people up, whether they like it or not. Hmm. So with the people down in the 3D that you're yep. saying spin, spin, what do they have to do to get out of that? I think they just need to, to follow, fo- breathe, and let go. Surrender. Surrender to the flow. Let go. What if they never do? That's, they have free choice, free will. And then and they go what? back and do it again? They have to come back and do this dance? I don't know. I don't know about that. That's for another podcast. That's for another guest. <laughs> um, that's not for me to, to say, and that's for, not for me to judge. But I would say that what I realized moving down to Tulum is everybody went down there. Everybody was like, not everybody is going to Tulum, but the ones that do, they all feel called there. Huh. They all feel like they are being called there to architect the new earth. Oh, cool. And there's a lot of people that are hypersensitive, like empathic empaths, right. like myself and my friend that just arrived here to the Airbnb. We've always been kind of looked at as the outliers. We've always been looked at as the eccentrics. We've been looked at as the, the weird and wacky. We've been, you know, the, the ones that don't, that don't fit in. And um, as after this energetic shift happened for the first time, a lot of people all of a sudden felt like that we could breathe, mm-hmm. that we were free that we released and that we can create freely and that there was a shift from being like conformed to the 3d to we are now the leaders. Right. Cause I think back, you know, you think we're, you're, I mean, I listened to your story back in 2000 when you started this chiropractic journey and you kept taking the steps. And, and I look at my life back, I was trying to, like look at my life in a parallel way to you, like in the, in each, I had babies in 20, 2006 and 2008, when you were like, you had this big shift then, you know, and I'm like, Oh, okay. And so that was where my focus went. But before that, because I didn't have my children until I was 37 and 40. Oh, I was on this path. Like, you know, I did the Joe Dispenza's the, all that. So into that. And I just, it was, if it was woo woo, it wasn't woo woo enough. You know, I knew there is more, but then when I'm listening to your life, I'm trying to like, think of the years that you talk about. And then I know in in the Mayan calendar, that whole thing, I remember like people, a lot of people that I've had on the show, 2012 is when I started channeling 2012 is when I had this awakening 20, you know, it was like all around that year. And it was all about because energetically people started shifting. And that was where the grains of sand starts coming in. And then it hit a point of critical mass where like, it's like oil and vinegar, you mm-hmm. know, they, they, they set, there comes, it's like surface tension, even like with water, you know, like there comes a point where it just breaks a right. separation. And that's where we are now. In fact, I was just down in Tulum. I love living down there, but the, the energy recently has been kind of intense mm-hmm. and it was just, there's like a collective consciousness down there. And sometimes you get really wrapped up. <laughs> oh really? Oh, huh. And, well, it's fun, and sometimes like, okay, like I need to get out of here. You know, like you just—it depends on what's going. So I was in a place where I was really like seeking some healing. Not to, just this was like a week or so ago, and amazing people down there. A, a, a friend of mine, she works with this biofeedback system, and I went over and she said, "Yeah, please come over." 
you know, come over, I'll do a session with you. And we had a really lovely poolside, beautiful biofeedback session. And she went in and did all this work and, and we were talking and I was telling her about what was going on with me. And she said, you know what, there's an, there's an, there's an energy band happening right now. There's a band of energy on the planet that's like raising it, that's moving through the planet right now. Huh. And, and I was like, that's what it feels like. And so it doesn't matter like how spiritual you are, or how much work you've done, whatever. We're, it's just happening and it's all making all of it. It's pulling, it's like sifting all of the lower stuff out of us. Hmm. And some people are, and there's a lot of people dying. You know, I was like, okay, we're checking out. Like, that's our threshold. There's other people that are going, are depressed. There's people that are needing medications. There's people that are like, hey, let me just get stoned all the time, you know? And then <laughs> there's other people like, okay, I, I, I want to meditate. Wow, I'm feeling inspired to write a book. I'm going to do an online course. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. Oh, this this um, relationship is ending. Oh, this relationship is starting. Uh, a um, lot of that. You know, yeah. All, yeah, all these things. These relationships with, with family members and co-workers and all the things and and i think if we can look at it from a place of understanding that that this is an opportunity this is an opportunity to ascend and then it's what resources do you need do we need to to take full ownership of our lives mm-hmm you know, if I can make a comment, you know, like my mother, she's pretty much always been a victim. And it's very sad to see because all I've ever wanted her to do is to step into her power. And she's the physical manifestation of someone that has given away her power her entire life. And I want nothing more but for her to, like, step into her magic. There are so many milk alternatives these days. When I go to get coffee, I am amazed at the choices that I have. I also make smoothies for my girls and Richard every morning, so our choice of a milk alternative is on the top of our shopping list. Once we discovered Willa's Kitchen Oat Milk, our coffee and smoothies took on a whole new meaning and taste. Willa's Oat Milk is made with the entire oat, which gives it a rich, smooth taste and maintains all the oats protein and prebiotic fiber and makes Willis a zero food waste. The biggest shocker I found when doing my deep dive on Willis oat milk was that regular oat milk is made with the oat sugar and the best parts of the oat are filtered out. That results in an oat milk with a super sweet taste without all of the benefits of the oats. The cool thing about their story is Willis was founded by two sisters who were tired of plant-based milks that were mostly artificially highly processed ingredients and loads of sugar rather than actual plants. It is their Grandma Willis recipe that used real organic ingredients to create a deliciously smooth oat milk that they wanted to bring to the world. As they started their entrepreneurial journey, they kept learning more and more about the way plant-based milks are normally made. Heavy processing, loads of food waste, and lots of funny business, including ingredients like rapeseed oil and canola oil that they didn't want to be drinking or feeding their kids every day. 
And it's not just a healthier, more sustainable oat milk. It's super tasty. That's why Willis has been highlighted in Bon Appetit, not just once, but three times. Find Willis Oat Milk at williskitchen.com. That's W-I-L-L-A-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. And use the promo code MAGIC to get 20% off and support this show. That promo code again is MAGIC to get 20% off. When you see your mom and it's just like you want her to see things the way, you know, that could really help her and you're just, you want that, but you can't, I mean, I, I was just with my mom. She lives in Palm Springs and I watch her, the victim, the, you know, the news and all the, poor, you know, the shootings, I can't go anywhere. And I was like, yeah. mom, stop. Yeah. And I, you know, I send her podcast for her to maybe, you know, a book, but still goes there because that's this programming that they, and then the older you get, right. That, so what do you do with your mom? How do you handle that? In Just the love? In the new earth, everybody's got free will. I think all I can really do is just love her. Right. That's all And I um, this is her path. This is her path that, that, that she's changing. And, you know, we're, we're healing a lot of generational trauma in my family. And I don't know at this time around if that's going to happen with our family. You know, I, I would love it. It would make me really happy, but, you know, however Dr. Vibe, you know, is changing people's lives. You know, I love that quote. What do people say? Like, I think Ram Das, he goes, you'll see, you know how spiritual you are when you spend, after spending a weekend, a week with your family. With your family. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's just the best quote of all time. Yes. I love that. You know? Yeah. But but no one knows, like when you think of growing up and you were, I, I want, we need to go back to your your story and this vibration, this bed that you created Mm -hmm. that is changing lives and healing. And, but when you have these families that we all come from, we all have our story, but what do you think about, why did you come out? Like when you were little, like what, were you always interested in this kind of stuff? Were you the person that always went to the books or questioned things? And your mom was still there saying, poor me, we're the, this is, this life is sad or. That's a great question, actually. So I grew up with the very distinct programming that I was stupid and that I had a learning disability and that I was, bar was set super low for little Stevie. Hmm. And I had two older sisters and, um, and, you know, they were going to college and then, you know, Hey, if you go to community college, that's great. You know, but never really, I remember like my mom always was trying to get me tested, see if I was like for special classes. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't like school. I wasn't particularly interested in school. I think I was lazy. Never was, you know, there's a lot of things. My grandmother was a famous painter. Oh, cool. And I never, ever remember my grandmother ever being like, Hey, do you want to paint with me? Hmm. I never recall that. My mother, you know, would play piano. There was piano in our house. Mm-hmm. Never sat down. Just like, Hey, let's play the piano together. You know, um, I played the saxophone a little bit, but you know, I was a wrestler. I really enjoyed wrestling. 
and not until I actually graduated. And it's interesting is like, I don't think there was a lot of expectations around me advancing in life all that much. And I do remember this very distinctly as I was getting ready to graduate high school, my mother, you know, she said like, what are you going to do with your life? And I just remember saying, I don't know. And she said, well, what do you like to do? And I, I distinct, and I remember just, and then she left. And I just remember saying to myself, what, what do I like to do? And I remember saying, I like to cook. And I was actually going to go to culinary school. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, then I got to like be in a, in a, like in a, in a, like a, in a hot kitchen on all the holidays. And I think they work for hours. <laughs> No, but I ended up having an injury and I talk about this in my book and I've, I've, I think I've might have spoke about this on Twitter, but I had a, I had a life experience happen where I actually ended up um, having this, I'm not sure we're even jumping on story, but essentially I was working in this restaurant. I was a bus boy. I was pouring water to a guest and the guest said to me, Hey, have you ever had that looked at? I'm like, had what looked at? And my ear was like being pushed out. And I was a wrestler, never wore headgear, never thought anything of it, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, gave me his card. He's like, you should get that looked at. And we, my mother and I went and saw him. He was a plastic surgeon. He was like, I can't help you, but I know that doesn't look right. You need to go find somebody and, hmm. you know, have him help you. And I was like, well, who should we go see? They were like, like an, an ear, nose and throat doctor. And we're like, well, do you recommend anybody? And he was like, no. So it wasn't even like, go see my friend, but right. the, just this angel. And it turns out I had this really severe thing called an AVM, an arteriovascular malformation, where it's like this accessory of blood vessels that like, either if I got into an accident or I could have potentially died by the time I was 25. Oh, wow. And they, yeah. And they discovered it and blah, blah, blah. I had this surgery and I didn't wrestle this one year. And I, that's how I ended up spending the, the season in the athletic training room. Ah, so this is where sports medicine comes in. Sports medicine came in. Got it. And I really got into it. And then I ended up going to school for sports medicine. And then I went to Northeastern University and I was driving home with one of my friends who was going to go to chiropractic school, which I'd never been to a chiropractor before. And he was like, oh, and then something my intuition said, you should do, you know, like you should explore that. And I went back to my town, Mount Holly, New Jersey, never been, my dad's a pharmacist, never went to a chiropractor ever in my life. And, and I just walked into a, there was a chiropractic office in my town. I walked in and said, Hey, I'm thinking about maybe going to school for chiropractic. Do you mind if I spend the day here? And I met Dr. Ronald Parente changed my life forever. One day. Right. I love that. And I was like, this is what I want to do with the right life. And he invited me to his home office and I went to the library. This was before Google. And I went and I broke out a book and I looked at all the prerequisites. <laughs> and I was like, wow, all the prereqs were done except for organic chemistry. And I went back to Northeastern and I took organic chemistry and went to chiropractic school and loved it. But the, the caveat to that story before was my mom, I said, I grew up, you know, not with very high expectations that I was, that I was stupid, I had a learning disability. As soon as I went to college and I took science classes, Yeah. And, and I was like, wow, I have a high affinity for the human body. And I liked it. Like I, it was, it was interesting to me. And um, yeah. And what I, what I thought was interesting was as I detached from my mother, Mm -hmm. 
by going to college and becoming a doctor, she started manifesting more, more symptoms. Oh, huh. I feel there was a level of projection with me growing up. Mm -hmm. And then as I was Mm -hmm. to step into myself, I feel that she began to absorb her own. Right. I get that. I can see that with mine too. Yeah. That's interesting. So I was in um, kinesiology and um, I used to have c- cut open cadavers and I loved all that stuff too. Oh, okay. Wow. So you've you experienced cadavers. Yeah, I have. How so? Washington State University in the in my class. I cut what, open. What were you studying? Oh, exercise science. Oh, what an interesting blessing it is to be able to study a dead human. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you get a chance to look at a dead human. I still can see it in my head. It's still, when I see people and I look, when I'm doing, working out or when I see muscle, I'm like, I remember seeing it inside. And the last, one of the last days before we had a final, the sumo wrestler came in and they're like, he couldn't be fit into a body bag. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, you want to go see a sumo wrestler? And wow. I'm like, oh yeah. But it became kind of, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had all the fat, all the adipose tissue. Yeah. What was the most interesting part of the body dissection that you saw that you remember? You know, I just think I, I was so fascinated by the muscles and how it connected. I remember like trying to, it was easy for me to get good grades. Cause I was, it was so fascinating. I tell the girls too, when you say your mom said, what do you love? Cause Paige is a sophomore mm-hmm. going into her junior year and, you know, it's time to start thinking like, what do you love? What ignites you? What, makes you get excited about things. And, you know, as, you know, raising kids these days, especially, you know, I was always like, you know, I went, I changed my major so many times and I just, for her to like not leave and be like lost, but with your story, I want you to explain like when you met this guy, you walk in his office and you're like starting to live with this intention and focus and picking up the breadcrumbs and just taking action and knowing that it's, 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 you're feeling it in your soul. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm. And now you start doing this, all this, we have to get to the vibe. I mean, we, we haven't even talked the, about, we haven't even talked about yeah. the vibe. I mean, these are the, I mean, let's put it this way. I'm not sure how long we want to go with what, what would you like for me to, what part, because I feel like when people ask me who I am and I was like, Oh, you're a chiropractor, you're a sonic alchemist, all things. Number one thing I say is I'm a, I'm a futurist. Hmm. And I didn't realize that I was a futurist until I, the future caught up to my present. And I look back on my life like, wow, I live in the future. Oh yes, exactly. You do. Yeah. And, um, I didn't know anything about healing. I didn't, but I'm a gifted healer, but I never even considered the fact that I was a gifted healer until I really fell into going to chiropractic school. And then, you know, I started dating these girls. They're like, Oh, like, can I try this and that? You know, it's like Hogwarts, you know, like, (laughs) like, okay. You know, and then, but then I had like a spiritual awakening and next thing you know, I meditated for the first time and I astral traveled for the first time. Like I didn't know about any of these things. You know, I started having these miraculous healings that happened and and I'm not going to get details, but these were all things that happened when I was in chiropractic school. And then, early on in my career when I moved to Colorado and it next thing you know, it shifted me into working with bioresonant technology. And, but my intuition said, yes, that's all I was hearing was yes, yes, yes. And I followed it. 
And then, you know, listen, as just as a young man, I think this is the plight of being able to follow the yeses because we want to do the, yet we want some of these no's to be yeses. Right. Just whatever that may be. You, you really want, and, but you're not calibrated. So you start going down these no roads and maybe there are really no, no roads. Maybe all no roads are yes roads. Right. Because it's all the journey. Exactly. I, that's what I believe. But yeah. yes, I love that. So I appreciate that, you know, but I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm trying to, um, you know, just live by these doctrines that I've set up. And this is one of my core things that I always, that I teach people is how to set up doctrines and what are the people's doctrines? What are the core things that you are non-negotiable in your life that you can set up and you can always go back. So in the moment of chaos, you don't know what to do. What are your doctrines? And that that's going to take you because what will happen is your universe will, will take you where you want to go. If you follow your rules and like, Oh, well, what rules, whatever rules you want, they're your mm-hmm. rules. Right. I'm not a rule follower, but I follow my rules. Yeah. What is your doctrine? Okay. So one of my doctrines is that I don't, I don't sit in traffic and I don't wait in lines and that I always get like VIP access. Like I don't buy tickets. Like people always give me like act tickets to things. I'm always invited to like these events. Usually I don't have to buy tickets for stuff. And also that I follow yeses. Mm -hmm. I don't chase no's. And, um, and that I follow my intuition imperatively. And that it totally works if my intuition says no, that I, that's no, regardless of what the person is asking me, why, why, why? And I have no idea it is. So what does your intuition sound like when you say I follow my intuition and you're just like, okay, do I go to right or to I left? Uh, yeah, right. Like, what are you? It's a knowing. It's a knowing. For you, you might get like a sensation. Right. You you might get like a, a sound. You might get a vision. You might see the future over there. Like it depends if you're like what clairaudient, clairsentient, clair like you know right. all these different things. It's different for everybody. For me, it's just there's just something that I it's just, it's just a knowing that I get. And so I want to go back to they're kind of fun about like oh I don't wait in line and I don't sit in traffic. And you're like oh that's that's cute and, you know and I'm in LA. I know. I was you know, like, how do you not sit in traffic? Do you just get over and get off the exit? Listen, I would be, I would be lying if I said that I never sit in traffic in SoCal. But I can also tell you that 90, I usually just, if you're in flow, you're in flow. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be gridlock check like on one side of the street and no traffic on the other side and I'm cruising. Right. You know, or you look at your GPS and it's red, but next thing you know, Traffic's moving. Right. I love doing that. I'm, I'm a big, <laughs> I drive up to Orange County all the time and I skip, put my thing on, you know, right through like Camp Pendleton. It's always like red. Yeah. And I said, okay, girls, let's make it blue. Let's just yeah. make it blue. We yeah. put, we like, we visualize it blue. And I'm like, we're going to slide through that. We're going to get home. And here we go. Boom. Boom. You know what? I think what's so interesting too is once you really set that up, like, hey, I don't, do I don't sit in traffic so when traffic does show up you have to go in and ask like why am I sitting in traffic yes I love that like where's like where's the dissonance right and maybe because you were 
Where are you going? Where were you just? Who's the conversation you're having? Like, what, like, how is, what is the universe trying to communicate to yeah. you? Yeah. What thoughts are you thinking? What? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I had a really interesting experience actually with that uh, today because I was cruising. I was totally, cru- I was cruising into, into Venice and uh, there's a girl that I've been seeing on and off. And anyhow, she sent me this, this text. I wonder if she's going to watch this podcast. <laughs> because I, we, we really love each other. So if she oh, good. Like, no names, but just, uh, yeah, we, we really love each other. And, and we have that. But it was interesting. This was an observation that I made. Was, I was totally cruising. As soon as she called, boom, I hit traffic. Oh, funny. And then I was like, I just observed. I was like, wait, I'm in traffic. Like, I was in <laughs> no traffic. And I'm in tra- so then I started saying, like, Okay, so like, what does that mean? You know, for this for like, really yeah. energy, but is it an energy between it? Is it a, is is it trying to say like we're not supposed to be together? Like, you know, like w- what is it? But all I know is that I was no traffic to like, and I wasn't like you know, it slowed down, and then we moved through, and da 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 da. There we are, and we actually ended up, and we had a really pleasant, beautiful um, exchange. Oh, good. So another one that is about um, don't wait, not waiting in line. That's a huge one. So once you start lining up, you can start thinking, like, where am I supposed to go? Well, if there's a line out the door, you're probably, the universe like, don't go here, go here. You know, because there's no line over there. Oh, well, all the good food is over here. Well, I'm going to go over there. I'm not waiting in that line. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, what magical experience? Who am I going to yeah. sit next to? Who's going to be next to me? What am I, what's going to be my experience? What phone, like what's going to happen? I don't know. But the universe is like, okay, your doctrine is no line. So here's the line. So here's, so are you going to follow your doctrine or not? And let the magic happen. Right. I love doing that. We were just at Disneyland last week and I would do that same thing. I'm like, okay, I don't stand in lines either. And it's so hard for me to go on a busy day. It's hot. Like, you know, the girls are older now. I used to go in there a little and try to figure out the shortest line, but you know, that you say that because my, I do and have intentions. I don't, I haven't talked about it being a doctrine, but it is the traffic and it is the lines because I, I know that if it's long, I don't even go there. We go to the next one. I don't even think twice, but then I know we find the magic in that. And it's just like, I show the girls like, see, this is why that line was too long. Look what we just did. It was amazing. It was like that all day. And it was so fun. I yeah, love doing that. Running, we weren't having people online. Oh, another one of my doctrines is that I only do business with people that I vibe with. And how do you know? What do you, you just know? It's a knowing. Well, what do you mean? Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. So, okay. Here's your podcast. Okay. You, I mean, you have like 119 episodes. That's awesome, by the way. <laughs> so who's your favorite podcaster? Who's your, who's your like idol podcaster? Who do I look up to as a? Like, uh, like, oh my god! Like I wish I was like that person. I mean, I love Jay Shetty. I don't know, like someone that can okay, get Jay, that guest. I love what's his no. name. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, Jay Shetty. Sure. Okay, so another one. I don't know if you want to put this name up, but do you have like people? I'm sure you listen to podcasts that you're kind of like, eh, like I can't believe they're popular. Like you don't really care. For them. Oh <laughs> right, yeah. So sometimes it's hard for me to listen. Yeah. yeah. No names, just in case people watch this. But essentially, like. What if Jay Shetty's like, you know what? Love you. I want to buy your podcast. Okay. And, and you guys are vibing, right? Right. But okay, what if you end up meeting him and you guys actually don't really vibe? I can't do it. Well, you may, but then we're like, 
what are you crazy? Like your friends are like, and I don't, this is a totally theoretical thing, but he's going to offer you all this money. And then, so you're like, dude, just take the money, you know? And maybe it's just a transaction. It's over. Who cares? Maybe you have no relationship, but maybe he's like, oh, I want to be your co-host. All right. We're going to do it together. And I'm going to introduce you to my huge circle. And you're going to be like the next person. Like, oh my God, it's such a big opportunity. But then as you guys get to like know each other, like you guys aren't really vibing, but it's a great opportunity. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, okay. Continue. So my doctrine for me is I only do business with people that I vibe with. So, so you would I, just say, sorry, Jay, can't do it. Uh, let's put it this way. Every opportunity that I've had so far with that, I've taken opportunities with people that I haven't vibed with, they haven't worked out. Right. So I just think to myself, like, let's just cut to the chase. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like, okay. So, okay. So here it is. Okay. So you and Jay Shetty, you guys are co-hosting and you guys, you got millions of followers. You're spreading all around the world. You got all your visions of dreams of sponsors and this and that. But dude, and then you're doing your podcast like what every day or whatever, and you're doing it with him. But you guys can't stand each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, that's not worth life. You can't live like that. Point. But you got all the things. Yeah. So wouldn't it be awesome? Now the opposite of that is maybe you guys it just doesn't work out because you don't vibe, you know, the energy is that you don't vibe. And then, you know, and then you start beating yourself up this, that, this, or that, you know, why it didn't work out or whatever. But I think like, if you end up aligning yourself with people that you vibe with, then only good things happen. I agree. In my, so that's one of my diet. It might not be your doctrine, but it's my doctrine. No, it is mine. I can't, <laughs> you ask the girls, I'm like, you know what? You got to know that when I can connect with someone, I, I'll know instantly that energy. I, it, and it's not good or bad. I just know that doesn't work with me. I can't, that's not my vibe. I always say your vibe attracts your tribe and it's right. like, they're not in my tribe. Well, and you know that a lot of people don't know that doctrine. Right. Oh um, yes. M- many, many. Yeah. So it seems obvious maybe to you or to me, but this is where I believe this is where you know, chronic, this is where chronic conditions come from. This is where mm-hmm. cancers come from. You know, hey, you got this great life. You're in this crappy relationship. You got like, you know, you got all the things, you know, like nobody just gets cancer. Oh, there you guys are perfect together. You have all these things. What's going on in their head? What's going on in their bodies? What's going on with their interpersonal relationships that, that generated that cancer in their body? Right. It's not, if you get cancer, you're not in a harmonic resonance with something. Right. If you're in harmonic resonance with the universe. Yes. I want to talk about harmonic resonance and your, your vibe, okay. your vibe bed and how it came to about, I want you to, I mean, this is kind of has to be, I know we've been in an hour, but I hope, is it okay if we go a little bit longer? Yeah, sure. Cause this is like the, Let's ask, we got to ask your community. Hey, community, <laughs> show me a one. If it's a yes or two, if it's a no, if you want to end the, end the podcast. Let's it's a one. Okay, it's one. Okay, great. Well, then we're going to continue. Majority. Um, so, I mean, in, it's very simply put, I came to a point, you know, my, my, my background as a chiropractor, I'm a, I, I really was heavy into sports medicine. Then I ended up getting involved with working with chronic degenerative conditions like allergies, autoimmune diseases, fibromyalgia, learning disabilities, neurodegenerative conditions, everything that was just like chronic pain, every depression, anxiety, spectrum disorders. I mean, anything that really people couldn't get better. 
People would come see me and I used all vibrational techniques and technologies since 2000 and Colorado, amazing results. If you go to my YouTube channel, Bioharmonic Technologies, go to Dr. Schwartz Vintage Videos. I have like a hundred videos of like patient testimonies. We want, we want to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I but did basically, see that. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. What did you think about that? I loved it. I loved everything about you. It's like, I told you. It makes I, I want to get a I want to get a vibe bed. Let's uh, do it. I want to get all of your stuff and open up a healing center. <laughs> That's what I got from everything. Well, here's where it goes. Very simply, change your vibe, change your life. Right. As many of you know who follow me on social media or know me personally, you know I am a dog lover and have had two golden retrievers most of my adult life. Today, I have two golden retrievers, a seven-year-old Harley and Hercules, who is two. We all know how short our doggies' lives are, and losing one feels like almost losing a child. Well, that's if you treat them like they are your kids, which I do, and why I try to feed my dogs the healthiest food on the planet to assure them a long life as possible with no regrets on my end because I feed them the best quality of food which is why I feed my dogs Sundays for dogs. Every dog deserves tasty, healthy, real food, not kibble. Sundays is real food for dogs formulated by a vet with only the highest quality fresh meat, veggies, fruit, and superfoods, then air dried to perfection. Made in the USA at a USDA human food facility, Some of the benefits are more energy, which is so evident in Harley, who is almost eight. And after eating Sundays for dogs, he can't wait for our five mile run every morning and he doesn't even hold me back. Their coat is softer. I don't have to worry about their weight and they are so excited to eat. And that is an understatement. So if you wanna see your dogs live a long and healthy life and love their food, and know in your heart it's real, raw, whole food ingredients, then click on the link in the show notes and receive 35% off with your first order when you use the promo code MAGIC or go to sundaysfordogs.com forward slash MAGIC and get your offer there. I know all of my dog lovers will jump on this offer, so don't you wait. But talk about the water and the cells and so, people so, don't so getting, get that. So, so getting in, getting into the details, basically we ended up um, as, as a doctor with these things, I really got heavily into the research because instead of all the woo-woo esoteric stuff, I said to myself, you know what? I'm not this like gifted, you know, Dr. Schwartz, just go come kneel in front of Dr. Schwartz and he's going to get you better. No, I was like, there's science. I'm just literally tapping into a science of human physiology that it was, I was fascinated by it. And so I looked into everything energy. I looked into quantum physics, subconscious mind reprogramming. I looked into um, immunology. I looked into working with pathogens and, and my, uh, uh, microbacteria. And I looked into numerology, channeling, astrology, all the, all the stuff. Right. Because energy is energy. And we were getting these amazing results. And basically in 2007, I, I was opening up a large center. And I said to myself, you know what? I need... I can't be, it's not the Dr. Schwartz show anymore. Like I'm bringing associates. I need something that's a little more reproducible. I had all these little energy vials 
that I'd put into people's energy fields. I would push down on their arm, do like a muscle test, reprogram their body. And if you're not familiar with that, send me a message. Um, Essentially, that's, it's, we're bodies, we are organic computers. And just the same as you can go and plug into your Mac computer, you can plug into your body computer and reprogram uh, errors in the nervous system and immune system. And so I started developing biofeedback systems and also I started experimenting with music. And it was just an intuition, intuitive mm-hmm. Use music. That's why I said to myself, "What if I use music? Who do I know has a, has a recording studio? Oh, my first call, my friend Chris Lawhead has a recording studio. Hey, do you have any health issues? Hey, I just started dating this girl that has three cats, and I'm deathly allergic to cats. Wow, it's amazing. My number one therapy at that time was treating, was eliminating cat allergies using these little energy vials, and it was super consistent. I had a box of cat allergy vials. Oh, cool! I said, "What if I go into a recording studio and made ener- made audio files out of these energy vials?" Total experiment. Totally eliminated his cat allergy in 2007. He's now married to this woman, and they live with. I don't know if the cats are still alive. This was in 2007, but yeah, happily married. They got kids all the things. And Chris and I recorded my first two albums together. And that was the beginning of my music of my company, bio harmonic technologies. And I said, wow, I can imprint frequencies into contemporary music and change physiology noted check. What if we did a, what if I created a biofeedback system that could plug into people and put frequencies in? And I created that as well too, as a prototype. Moving forward, 2010, I developed like a full-size biofeedback system. And then in 2009, I had a, a download, an intuitive download that I was supposed to make this bed. Instead of just hearing music through headphones or through a speaker that's influencing our energy field, that I was supposed to have a delivery system that would vibrate frequencies into our connective tissue. And that information came through clearing cell memory that I did on an ayahuasca journey back in 2004. Huh, Actually, that... at, this point, at this point, I'd probably had done like maybe three or four trips to, to Peru. Okay. Maybe two, maybe two or three trips to Peru. So I already had gotten these downloads. And then I got fascinated with the study of cellular memory. And essentially, the abbreviated version of that is what's cellular memory? Our waters are cells. And it's surrounded by a matrix, a vibrational matrix of connective tissue that consists of three fundamental physiological materials, microfilaments, microtubules, intermediate tubules. You know me talk about these all the time. It's in my book. It's paramount. Nobody knows what they do. They do one very specific thing. They respond to their environment using vibrational resonance. So basically you change the environment. It changes. It creates chemistry. So if you're depressed, you're in, you're in a field of depression. If you put your cells into a field of happiness, it happy chemistry mm-hmm. shifts you. So might you put you on the sound. To, yeah, might you need to do it more than once? Possibly. Um, explain that. So they they put on your the music. So the vibe. So the vibe system. Just to describe the vibe, we developed this system. It's called the vibe system. It stands for vibrational individualized body enhancement system. It's a full body music activated vibrational bed that you lay on, and it has headphones. And we, my music company, Bioharmonic Technologies, has created something called Sonic Suticles. Sonic Suticles are specially designed musical programs with embedded frequencies that I have formulated for including 
brainwave states, sacred geometry, mathematical ratios, physiological frequencies for different physiological effects. And then instead of it just through headphones, it literally vibrates your entire body at the connective tissue level for clearing cellular memory and installing new physiological programs. And and that's called the vibe. And there's very few technologies that are working with clearing cellular memory. In fact, I'm kind of one of the foremost leaders in that. I mean, there's no information. I mean, there's a little bit, but very little. Tons of information about the effects of sound. Harvard Medical School did all kinds of studies on the effects of sound therapy. And, and um, you know, it's all positive. There's a whole area of what they call um, fibroacoustic research on specific frequencies for different physiological effects. Lots of stuff with, with chronic pain. Lots of stuff with, like, autistic disorder um, things. Neurodegenerative Parkinson's syndromes. Lots of frequencies showing that. And all those frequencies. I've incorporated into music, um, the sonic suitable music for the vibe system. What would you give me a, some kind of a testimony of somebody that had did have, besides the cat allergy, give me something, a cool story. I feel like I, I feel like I hear these things like all the time and then they kind of gloss over. I mean, there's a, a person being right now they're being treated for Parkinson's. And um, they've been listening to therapy. I think they've like maybe 15 sessions and their numbers are, are reduced. I don't even know if that's even that profound. I think really, if you go to our YouTube channel, we have this, not YouTube channel, if you just go to our website, we have videos of 21 of our typical testimonials on there of people that just, what they're saying about their experiences. Yeah, it's cool. What happens when people get on the vibe? It's like a three minute video, but there's all kinds of stuff. Like there was a woman that had this like auto accident and I put on the vibe for like five minutes and all of her pain was gone. You know, like there was another woman, there's another people just are like depressed next to, you know, that they're, they're not people are getting downloads of different feelings uh, in, in their bodies, you know, that, that they didn't have before. It takes people from a place of kind of feeling trapped to a place of feeling liberated. How often do you do it? There's a lot of different implications uh, of this technology, but okay. One just came to mind. Okay. This is actually a really fascinating story. Many, many, many years ago, I was living in San Diego and there was a gentleman, they wanted to put my music on their online music platform. They didn't know anything about the vibe, about my music. And so I didn't know these guys demo, put one of the guys on. And I'm in the other room in my office talking to the other gentleman. After five minutes, this guy comes in. He's like kind of shaking his head. Like, how are you feeling? And he tells me, he goes, listen, he goes, I'm a disabled veteran. He's a 10 out of 10 disabled veteran with PTSD. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about this. And he said that he's been um, discharged for seven years with complete 100% disability with PTSD. And he said, there's not a moment of his day that goes by that he does not think about killing somebody, huh? which is super scary. Cause I think about how many people are running around on the street that are discharged medically that want to just like people like right. that are civilians. Think about like, what, what does it take to look somebody wrong or to say something to somebody on the street next thing you know, they're like, you know, who knows what happens. Right. <laughs> right. It's scary. Especially living down in San Diego, you know, there's, I mean, there's a whole military population down there, you know? Right. Okay, you're released. 
Anyhow, we put him on the vibe, listened to energy clearing, five minutes. He said it was the first time since he was discharged that he did not have thoughts of wanting to kill somebody. Wow. That's a great story. And I said, let's put you back on the vibe. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we get a lot of those responses from veterans. Uh, there's a woman in Colorado Springs. Uh, she's actually doing an opening right now. I'm really excited for her. She had like no money, actually. Couldn't really afford this, but saw something online. and was like, wow, like I feel really called to, to have this. Single mom, two kids, two autistic ch- children. It was like, I need to buy this. Qualified for our financing program. Qualified for our financing program and purchased this vibe we were actually on back order during like covid and for like a couple of months so she really didn't even have the vibe to make any money with and she was gonna like cancel order you know i went to this joe dispenza thing actually in colorado met her and her kids put her on the vibe she bought it sight unseen huh. it was an incredible experience she's like i yes i want the vibe and she started a company treating autistic people with vibe oh cool and now she just opened up her second office they're billing insurance Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And she's making, and she had like no, she like was making no money. Now she's making like a lot of money treating and people are getting amazing results. So it's one thing about the two things that happened there. One, she got a vibe that helped change her life and B she's offering it to people. It's changing their life. Wow. I love that. Financial freedom is really important because it's a dimension. It's a different dimension. What's it? What do you mean? A different dimension? Real quick. Dimensional reality. We live in a world of infinite dimension reality. What's the definition of a, me- of a dimension? A measurable space. Interdimensional portals. A space between two measurable spaces. What's a portal? A doorway or a gateway. Interdimensional portal is a doorway or gateway into a dimension, into a measurable space. Quantum physics says there's infinite dimensions. Right. Right now in this three-dimensional world, we are in this physical dimension. There's another dimension that that exists where, I don't even know, something else is happening, okay? But you've been there on your ayahuasca journeys? Well, we all go there. Like, so really in this dimensional reality, this woman, she was broke, single mom, no money, no job, no nothing. That's a dimension. She started getting on the vibe, setting her intentions and vibrating and aligning herself to a new Got dimension it. reality. Now she is living in a new dimension where she is, has two businesses. I love it. And is making money and is building insurance and providing these other things. That is a dip. That's a dimensional shift. Yes, I get it. Love it. And so that's why I say these, these vibes are interdimensional portals for your living space or workspace. People yes. go in, they set their intention, they align themselves to a new dimensional reality of their choosing, mm-hmm. change their vibe, change their life. Wow, I love that way. So we're going to wrap it up. But uh, tell me what your future, what do you see for Dr. Vibe? We are really committed, um, really kind of being here in Southern California. Um, I'm super committed to creating the highest quality, most amazing vibrational interdimensional portals in the, in the world and attracting the most amazing people that are wanting to bring these interdimensional portals into their living space, into the work environment. Because I know that every vibe that's placed on this planet raises the vibration of the planet and helps people ascend to a higher dimensional reality of their choosing. Yes. And when you say choosing, yeah, 
because it's they have their intention. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, there's a lot you of can have anything. Around, they're living in dimension not of their choosing. They're right. living in dimension reality of the government. They're living in dimension of their of of Los Angeles. They're living in dimension of like six dollar gas. They're living in dimension of like living with this crappy significant other that they can't stand. They're living in a crappy job. All but it's all being forced upon them. Yeah. What if they could? So what do they want? What do you want? Right. I want a loving spouse. Great. Lay down on the vibe. Let's clear your bucket. Let's bring in new vibrations. Let's clear the emotions. Let's reduce the inflammation. I would love to live a life where I'm not in pain. Amazing. Lay on the vibe. Let's do that. I would love to be more creative. Great. We have a program for that. I'm envisioning opening up this new, um, this new clinic. Great. We have a program for that. Lay on the vibe and set your intention and let the technology not entrain your brain, but entrain every tissue system cell in your connective tissue and raise your vibration and align to a new dimensional reality of your choosing. I love it. This is the time in history for us to proclaim ourselves as the true magicians that we know that we are. Yes. I love it. These are the magic carpets. Oh, yes. Have you ever said that before? I have. And okay. well, I, I think a little bit in my book, I talk about the genie's lamp phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Three components to genie's lamp phenomenon the genie, the lamp, and you got to rub the lamp for the three wishes, right? Right. What's the genie? Your intention. What's the lamp? Your vessel, your body. body. But just because you have the body and the intention, unless you rub it, you don't get the wishes. Right. How do you rub it? You can dance, you can do yoga, you can do all these things, um, or you can lay on the vibe at the cellular level with your intention and activate your genie in your vessel and manifest something magical. Ah, love it. Thank you. You're amazing. I'm so happy I met you. I know there's more in our life together. That is what you I see. Well, actually. You what? I said you as well. Oh, yeah. I really wish we could have connected while I was in uh, San Diego. But I know that would have happened. You'll be back. Yeah. My company is based out of Southern California. So in San Diego. So yeah. And I've been wanting to kind of spend more time here over the summer, really get our company dialed in next level. We're a small company. We're growing Um, really are people. If they want to support this company, buy a vibe, change your vibe, change your life. It supports their company. It supports you. It supports your community. It's a win, win, win. Also, we have an app called Vibrofile. Vibrofile, V-I-B-R-O-P-H. I-L-E, and it's in all of the app stores. You can download it and uh, sign up for a pro subscription or a plus subscription and get full access to all of our music and protocols. And um, you can listen to the music that way as well, too. Oh, cool. Um, And if you're interested in in, uh, reading more about Dr. Vibe, I invite you to pick up a copy of my book on Amazon or through my website called Primal Primal. Resonance. (laughs) Discover the secrets to health, vitality, and optimal human performance. It'll change your life or your money back, guaranteed. I love it. Dr. Vibe on Instagram. Dr. Vibe on Instagram. Stephen Schwartz on Facebook. Bioharmonic Technologies on Instagram and Facebook. YouTube, Bioharmonic Technologies. And then we're going to be putting together a uh, end-of-the-year bioharmonizing festival in Tulum. And uh, we also have an online vibrational music production course that I offer as well too. So lots of ways. Oh, fun. Yeah. I love and, it. And um, yeah, we'd Amazing. love to have you come by with us. 
Oh, I can't wait. I'm coming to vibe with you. I'm going to get my own vibe and vibe on it every day. Let's do it. Can I vibe on it every day? Sure. I mean, let's put it this way. You do everything every day. You eat every day. You shower every day. You brush your teeth every day. You also, I'm not saying you, but some people take drugs every day. Some people drink beers every day. Some people drink wine every day. People smoke every day. Why not lay in a field of harmonic resonance every day coupled with your intention? How would that change your life? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a lot of things you can do every day. Why not do this every day? Do you have one, right? Do you lay on it every day? When you can. I'm not traveling. I have a beautiful interdimensional portal space in my home in Tulum. Um, I have one in my car. Actually, I have two vibes in my car. So we're about to be set up tomorrow. Anybody that's in, this is probably going to be after the fact, but we're doing something Disclosure Fest in downtown Los Angeles. It's going to be a mass meditation at two o'clock. I think it's two, two, two. And we're going to have the oh, cool. vibe zone set up there, two vibes. And uh, we're going to be doing a hydrate, vibrate, gyrate station where you drink structured ionized water. And then vibrate, couple to your intention, and we're going to increase your cellular gyration. I love it. Love everything about you. You're amazing. Thank you, Ashley. You and are I, we're reflections of each other. Yes. Thank you for the invitation to come on your on your magical podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for taking uh, the time and your busy schedule. Going. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget, always look for the magic.